welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring, and that's my fine wife, Beth. On today's call, we're going to discuss God doesn't want us living in lack. That's it. See, lack is a bad, nasty, evil four-letter word. It's a first cousin to death. That's it. (laughs) Now, I'm believing that it will soon be eliminated from all of our vocabularies. That's right. Especially those in the household of faith. Now, on the other hand, as we've taught numerous times, surplus is a good word. No, I take that back. It's a God word. That's right. Our heartfelt desire is for surplus to become a way of life for each of us. Lacking nothing and ever ready and able to sow and bless others as God directs. Mm. So let's look at seven reasons why God wants us living in surplus, not in lack. Amen. One, God does not want his children. Hey, that's you and me and everybody out there listening, lacking for anything. Deuteronomy 2.7, New Living Translation says this, For the Lord your God has blessed you in everything you have done. He has watched your every step through this great wilderness. During these 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have lacked nothing. You know, the children of Israel are an example for us to follow. And he, whereas Abraham gave him these children, so to speak, then we are children of Abraham, too. And we need to remember that. Nehemiah, mean the children of Israel. Nehemiah 9.21. Nehemiah 9.21 says, Yea, 40 years didst thou sustain them in the wilderness, so that they lacked nothing. Their clothes waxed not old, and their feet swelled not. Think of that. Wow. Number two, God reveals to us in his word how we can never lack for anything. Proverbs 28.27. 2827, New Living Translation. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. But those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. Think of it. Through your support of this ministry, you enable us to help organizations who feed the hungry and clothe the naked. That's right. Number three, if we give to the poor, we lack for nothing. 1 Thessalonians 4.12. 4.12 says... Ye- that ye may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that ye may have lack of nothing. God wants us to feel compassion for the poor. He wants us to pray for the poor, but he also wants us giving to the poor, especially his children from, you know, caught in throes of poverty. And where God directs, he provides. Yes, he does. Luke twenty-two thirty-five. Luke twenty-two thirty-five. Classic Amplified says, And he said to them, when I sent you out with no purse or provision bag or sandals, did you lack anything? They answered, nothing. Wow. Number four, the 23rd Psalm confirms that we should lack or lack for nothing. We need to be encouraged by the words of Psalm 23, which in the classic Amplified Bible is just so powerful. Mm. We encourage you to go to HaroldHerring.com, click on the Personalized Scripture button, and personalize the entire psalm in your name. Hallelujah. In fact, we're going to share it with you 
using several different names. Mm. One, the Lord is Susie Shepherd. She shall lack for nothing. Two, he makes Dwayne to lie down in green pastures. He leads him beside the still waters. Three, he restores Laurel's soul. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Ralph's soul, Laurel's soul, your soul. That's right. <clears throat> he guides you in the paths of his righteousness for his namesake. Four, even though Yvette walks in through the valley of the shadow of death, she will fear no evil, for you are with her. Your rod and your staff, they comfort Yvette. Number five, you prepare a table before Brenda in the presence of her enemies. You know, Brenda's head with oil, her cup runs over. Number six, surely goodness and mercy shall follow, well, Diane all the days of her life. And Diane shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm -mm. The World English Bible says it this way. Here's verse one personalized in five other translations. The Lord is Carol's shepherd. Carol has all she needs. You live in translation. God is Rena's shepherd. Rena doesn't need a thing. Message Bible. You, Lord, are Eileen's shepherd. She will never be in need. Contemporary English version. The Lord is Bev's shepherd. To feed, guide, and shield her, she shall not lack. Classic Amplified Bible. The Lord is Brian's shepherd. He shall not want the King James. Too many believers don't embrace the truth of the 23rd Psalm. And as a result, they live with a scarcity mentality. Mm. Number five, never allow temporary lack to lead you into a scarcity mentality. So true. Some believe there is a limited amount of money in the world, and that is not true. There is more than enough for every person living on planet Earth. Some people, well, they're only entitled to have a small portion of income and happiness. Not true. God wants you to have more than enough. Some people believe success comes at the expense of someone else. Not true. If God didn't want you to be successful, mm, he wouldn't have told you how to become successful. You need to read Joshua 1.8. Some believe that sharing recognition, credit, or power and profit takes something from you. That is not true. There are no limitations with God's children. But we must believe that God will sustain us in every situation. God makes a promise to us in Genesis 45.11. Genesis 45.11 in Classic Amplified says, And there I will sustain and provide for you, so that you and your household and all that are yours may not come to poverty and want, for there are yet five more years of scarcity, hunger, and starvation, of famine. Here he's talking about the children of Israel. He provides for them by sending Joseph to Egypt so that they will not lack and they will be saved alive. He has planned ahead for you. Proverbs 6.11, 6.11 New Living Translation says, Then poverty will pounce on you like a bandit. Scarcity will attack you like an armed robber. So let's look at that in the King James Version of the Bible. It says, So shall thy poverty come as one that tra traveleth, and they that want as an armed man. 
You know, the Hebrew word for want is the same <clears throat> as used in Proverbs 14.23 for punery. By the way, the previous verse to Proverbs 11, verse 10, talks about the lazy person who's not trying to get ahead. And that's why poverty pounces on them. So let's look at Proverbs 14.23. In Proverbs 14.23, it says, In all labor there is profit, but the talk of lips tendeth only to poverty. Meaning, don't talk about it, do it. Do it, it. yeah. According to Strong's Concordance, the Hebrew word for poverty is H4270. H4270, and it means need, poverty, thing, needed. Wow. Number six, a scarcity mentality will lead you into poverty, need, and lack. You know, honey, you remember we did a Google search and found opsidword.com, which is the site for antonyms. I found the antonym for scarcity. They are abundance, commonness, excess, surplus. If you don't want a scarcity mentality, then why not do what's necessary to develop a surplus mentality? That's it. It's important to understand that a surplus mentality will take you beyond having a positive attitude. The positive attitude, well, it causes you to look at the bright side of everything. The surplus mentality knows there's always more than enough when you work the principles of God's Word. Wow. We feel led to talk about this scarcity mentality and one more advantage of the scare, the surplus mentality. That's it. One advantage, surplus mentality. Number seven, with a surplus mentality, you realize there are unlimited opportunities for personal growth and development. Deuteronomy 28.11, Deuteronomy 28.11, Classic Amplified. And the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity. Did you hear that? Wow. And the Lord shall make you have. That's worth studying. Yes, a it surplus is. of we prosperity. We did a teaching on that several years ago. Yes, we have. Through the fruit of your body, of your livestock, and of your ground, and in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The first thing that stirred us in this was it says, the Lord shall make you have a surplus of prosperity. Our surplus of prosperity is not based on us. It's based on our obedience to God's word, which determines whether or not we receive what God has in store for us. It's important as we continue on this seventh point that we get our eyes off our current situation and focus on the promise and possibilities of the word. Yes, you can take it to the bank. Our Heavenly Father is a God of infinite possibilities, which means nothing is impossible to those who believe. God removes all the limitations from our life when we believe in him and the word. Yes. Matthew 19, 26, 19, 26. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Lord. Nine, Mark 9, 23, one of our favorites. Mark yes. 9, 23 in God's word translation. Woo, get ready to shout. Jesus said to him, as far as possibilities go, everything is possible for the person who believes. Hallelujah. That is a shouting scripture. Yes, it is. This scripture ignites your faith, or it should. 
and it should stir your spirit to new levels of expectation. Everything is possible for the person, say, that's me, who believes. There is no limitation to our manifestation. Message Bible translation in Mark 9, 23 says Jesus said, if there are no ifs among believers, anything can happen. Think of that. All things are possible. Anything, no matter how illogical to the natural mind, can happen in our lives as we exercise our faith and believe God's word and definitely work his principles. Yes. The scripture also says there is nothing impossible to those who believe. Luke 137, Luke 137 classic amplified, for with God nothing is ever impossible and no word from God shall ever be without power or impossible of fulfillment. Hallelujah. A life lived with endless possibilities will produce surplus beyond our imagination. Wow. I think of Ephesians, what, 3.20. You know, infinitely beyond all that we dare think about hope, pray for. Wow. Starting today, we need to create a new confession using the scriptures we've just shared. And listen to it, the, you know, playback if you need to get those scriptures down. To develop a surplus mentality confession um, and personalize it for yourself. Yeah. And if you have trouble doing that, uh, just send an email to Harold at HaroldHerring.com. That's a good guy right there. Yeah. Uh, uh. And we uh, will help you. Yeah, we'll and if you don't have an email, call our ministry offices at 817-222-0011. Leave a message for get Get it to us. Joy will help you. She will. 817-222-0011. Mm, it's going and, to be a great day. Did you yeah, know that? It is. One other thing. Mm. We strongly encourage you to personalize yes. the 23rd Psalm and make it a part of your daily confession and study time. As a child, I remembered, memorized the 23rd Psalm. Yeah, so did I. Perhaps many of you did too. You did, baby, I know. Just think how much more power it packs when you're speaking your name. Remember, when you speak the word, you're energizing angels to minister on your behalf. Mm. Can somebody say? Hallelujah. Hallelujah is right. Join us every morning at 8.30 for Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. Hallelujah. And uh, mm. you know, we love you. God bless you. And keep thinking rich thoughts. All these rich thoughts from and the Word of God. And engraft these scriptures yeah. into your spirit. That's right. And until tomorrow morning, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. Amen. Bye-bye.